The Revelations of St. Gertrude, written by herself. Chapter 8 Of the Admirable Union of Her Soul with God On the following Sunday, Thou didst enkindle my spirit, and increase my desires to receive yet more noble gifts which Thou wert about to bestow on me, especially by these two words which moved my soul deeply, namely, the versicle of the first response, With blessings I will bless Thee, and the versicle of the ninth response, To Thee and to Thy seed I will give all these countries. For then Thou didst show me what were these countries which Thy boundless liberality had promised. O blessed country, where blessings flow upon blessings! O field of delights, whose least grain is capable of satisfying the hunger which any of the elect may have for those things which the human heart considers desirable, delightful, amiable, sweet, and joyful. While I attended to these things as well as I could, though not as well as I ought, the sweetness and charity of my Savior and my God was made known to me, not as an act of justice, for I was far from meriting such favors, but as an act of His ineffable mercy, fortifying me by an adoptive charity and rendering my extreme vileness, all unworthy, miserable, and detestable as it is, capable of receiving a more super-celestial and super-inestimable union with Him. But my God, how have I merited this inestimable gift from Thy justice? Surely it proceeds from this love which observes no rule, this ardent love which is not limited by reason, and which has inebriated Thee, my sweetest Lord, if I may dare say so causing thee, as if devoid of wisdom, to unite what is so dissimilar, or, to speak more correctly, the tenderness of thine essential goodness and thy nature, being inwardly moved by thy sweetest charity, which causes thee not only to love, but to be all love, and the torrent of which thou hast turned toward the salvation of the human race, having inclined thee to draw from the depths of misery the least of thy creatures, deficient in all good, contemptible on account of her life and conduct, to elevate her to a share in thy kingdom, or rather in thy divine majesty, in order by this to confirm the confidence of all who are in the church, so that I have hope for all Christians, and can believe there will not be even one who will abuse the gifts of God as I have done, or give such scandal to their neighbor. But since we may understand the invisible things of God in some measure by those which are visible, as I have before remarked, I saw, to express as far as I can that which is inexpressible, that the part of His blessed heart where the Lord received my soul on the feast of the purification under the form of wax softened by the fire, was, as it were, dropping a sweat, which came forth with violence, even as if the substance of the wax was melted by the excessive heat 
hidden in the depth of this heart. This sacred reservoir attracted these drops to itself with surprising force, powerfully and inexpressibly, and even so inconceivably that one saw evidently that love, which could not be hindered from communicating itself, had an absolute power in this place, where it discovered secrets which were so great, so hidden, and so impenetrable. O eternal solstice, secure mansion containing all that is desirable, paradise of unchanging delights, continual fountain of inestimable pleasures, wherein there is eternal springtime, soothing by its sweet song, or rather by its delicious and intellectual melodies, rejoicing by the odor of its vivifying perfumes, inebriating by the soothing sweetness of its mystic liqueurs, and transforming by its secret caresses. O oh, thrice-blessed, thrice-happy, and if I may so speak, a hundred times holy is he who allows himself to be guided by this grace, and who, having clean hands and a pure heart and spotless lips, merits to be thus united to and incorporated with his God. What does he not see and hear and feel and taste? How can my stammering tongue speak of it? For although the divine mercy has made me experience this by a particular favor, nevertheless, the obstinacy of my sins and the thick covering of negligence with which I am encompassed hinders me from fully understanding it. For if all the science of men and angels were united together, it would not be capable of making us understand, even in the least degree, the sublime majesty of so high a subject. Chapter 9 Of another admirable manner in which St. Gertrude was closely united to God. Soon after, during the fast, when I was confined to bed for the second time by a severe sickness, and the other sisters were occupied elsewhere, so that I was left alone one morning, the Lord, who never abandons those who are deprived of human consolation, came to verify these words of the prophet, I am with him in tribulation. He turned his right side toward me, and there came forth from his blessed and most inmost heart a pure and solid stream, like crystal, and on his breast there was a precious ornament, like a necklace, which seemed to alternate between gold and rose color. Then our Lord said to me, This sickness which you suffer will sanctify your soul, so that each time you go forth from me, like the stream which I have shown you, for the good of your neighbor, either in thought, word, or act, even then, as the purity of the crystal renders the color of the gold and the rose more brilliant, 
So the cooperation of the precious gold of my divinity and the rose of the perfect patience of my humanity will render your works always agreeable to me by the purity of your intention. O greatness of this little bit of dust which this celestial lover has taken from the mire to encase his jewels. O excellence of this little flower, which the ray of the true sun himself has drawn from the marsh to make it beautiful as himself. O happiness of this blessed and favored soul, which the Lord of glory has esteemed so highly, that though he can create whatever he pleases, he attracts it so sweetly and beautifies it by uniting it to himself. This soul, I say, though it is adorned with his image and likeness, is nevertheless as far from him as the creature from the Creator. Therefore is he blessed a thousand times who has received the grace to persevere in this state, to which, alas, I fear I shall never attain even a single moment. O gift surpassing all gifts, to be satisfied with the sweetness of the divinity and to be superabundantly inebriated with the divine charity in the cellar where it is reserved so that our feet are no longer free to roam to any place where its divine fragrance is not perceived unless indeed they are led forth by charity when they pour out on others the wealth of the divine faithfulness and enable them to partake of their surpassing sweetness. I hope, my Lord and my God, that Thou, in Thy most benign love, wilt grant me this grace, which by Thine almighty power Thou canst impart to all Thine elect. It is true Thine inscrutable wisdom alone knows how Thou canst do this, notwithstanding my unworthiness but I honor and I glorify thy wise and merciful almightiness. I glorify and magnify thy almighty and all-merciful wisdom. I praise and adore thy wise and omnipotent mercy. I bless and thank thy omnipotent and wise kindness, O my God because Thou hast bestowed on me graces so far beyond my deserts, notwithstanding all the obstacles I opposed to Thy bounty. Chapter 10 How the Lord obliged her to write these things, and how He illuminated her. I considered it so unsuitable for me to publish these writings that my conscience would not consent to do so. Therefore, I deferred doing it until the feast of the exaltation of the Holy Cross. On that day, having determined before Mass to apply myself to other occupations, the Lord conquered the repugnance of my reason by these words. Be assured that you will not be released from the prison of the flesh until you have paid this debt which still binds you. 
as I reflected that I had already employed the gifts of God for the advancement of my neighbor, if not by my writing, at least by my words, he brought forward these words which I had heard used at the preceding matins. If the Lord had willed to teach his doctrine only to those who were present, he would have taught by word only, not by writing. But now they are written for the salvation of many. He added further, I desire your writings to be an indisputable evidence of my divine goodness in these latter times, in which I purpose to do good to many. This has been taken from The Revelations of St. Gertrude, Part 2 of The Life and Revelations of St. Gertrude the Great, first published in English in 1862. This work is available through TAN Books. For more information, call 1-800-437-5876 or find them on the web at www.tanbooks.com. This work is in the public domain.